0: Welcome to the Seasonal Living Mamas podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Claussen. and today I'm going to ask you to tap into your intuition. So let's all just take like a deep exhale together because that's what I feel like I need when I'm starting this podcast (laughs) as of late, just a nice, ah. I mean, the world's crazy. Like we are, we are stepping into, um, new levels of discomfort, or maybe ease for some people, but mostly discomfort, I would guess. Um, and this is globally. And so it's just a lot of unknowns and I am not going to make this a super long podcast. Originally I had something else scripted out as our, um, as our topic for today, but I'm really just going to kind of go right from the heart. And I wanted to kind of change gears on what I talk about only because I think this is relevant. So again, it's not going to be super long, Um, because I want us to, at the end of the day, come back to ourselves and come back to trusting our intuition and um, what we have to offer. So I want to briefly tap into that. What if we don't know how to trust ourselves? What if we have lost that feeling of connection, that feeling of, I don't even know when it's my intuition or when it's just me. So for example, you might be like, oh, my, my intuition is telling me that, Um, I need to work out today, or maybe that's just my guilt because I haven't worked out in five days. Like, how do we know the difference? So one of the things that I always um, like to do when I'm tapping into my intuition is start with little things. So little things that you know to be true, which might look like for some, like having a morning practice, a morning ritual of some sort. So when you get up in the mornings, what's the first thing that you feel like doing? What does your body need? What do you need to be um, to doing to yourself to just feeling yourself nurtured that day. So for myself, you know, my routines pretty much stay the same. You know, I get up, I, I tongue scrape, I then brush my teeth. I start making my coffee and then I come into my office on my favorite chair in the corner and I do my meditation journaling. Sometimes I pull an Oracle card. Sometimes I read. Um, sometimes to be honest, I do, I have found myself scrolling social media. Um, you know, it just depends on the day. And that's something that I think that we need to honor about ourselves is we are always changing. I hate having static routines where I think I need to do, you know, these three things to check it off my to-do list. Cause then it's less of a ritual and more of a routine. I'm just checking it off my list and not feeling as connected to myself. And so for me, I like to just have a few ideas of what, what am I inviting in today? And it's going to look different depending on how I feel that morning if I slept well the night before, cause let's be honest, like I'm raising my hand. I have not been sleeping the greatest, you know, I'm getting like nine hours of sleep way more than I've ever gotten. I'm still going to bed at nine 30 and I'm getting up at about six 30, which for me, six 30 is the really late, um, in the grand scheme of things from, I usually had clients, you know, anywhere from five 45 until usually six, six 30. My first one is always typically along that timeframe. frame. So for me now, it's like, whoa, I can sleep in. You know, my first clients now are mostly at 8 a.m., you know, Monday through Friday. So what am I doing to nurture, you know, myself during that time? And that's where my rituals come into play. Um, over the weekend, I actually went for my first run outside f- in forever. I don't know the last time I've done that. Uh, I just felt like it. Like this is, this is where I feel so um, moved. And so I feel so blessed I guess in the fact that I have trust my intuition and trust myself this much where I can I can do that I knew that's what my body needed and for myself I don't I don't even bring my phone I don't bring my earbuds I don't track how long I was gone I don't have a watch to tell me what my heart rate is I just move so I had to mail a letter so I ran to the mailbox um, which living in a city like I actually had to run I don't even know how far it is I'm really bad at that maybe maybe it was half a mile. Um, and then I just ran a little bit after that. So probably it was 20 minutes could have been 30. I don't even know. And that's, and that felt good. Like I am sore now today as I'm recording this, it's Sunday and I feel sore because my body hasn't done that in a long time. You know, I'm used to sprints at the gym on a treadmill, but running outside on flat surface slash a little bit of incline is a lot different. So that's, those are the ways that I trust my intuition. So if I would have ignored it, say yesterday when I felt called to just go for a run, again no time limit, just run, and I would have ignored it, that's slowly my intuition then saying, oh, she's not listening again. So then they might throw me something else that day, like hey you really need to you know be out in nature, and if I ignored it again, my intuition slowly like, okay. So now it, you know that's where we slowly start to not listen. Then it's I find for myself it slowly starts to not be is loud because I'm pushing it down. I've pushed it so far down in the past where I can't hear it. And I think that's where so many of us are at is we push down that intuitive knowing or that inner guidance that we all have. I mean, we are all born with it. My son knows, like I've kind of working with him right now, even in, um, like if he's like, I need a snack, I'm like, okay, if we're out in you know, the woods on our nature hikes, I'm like, well, this is how many snacks we have. Like you have to ask yourself, are you really, really hungry? Or are you just kind of bored? And so he asks himself and sometimes he says, no, actually, no, I'm not, you know, I should get out of the stroller and go run because I, we, he rides in the stroller, we walk, we run, I bring his little Strider bike, we do it all. But that's kind of where he taps into his and I'm helping him trust his intuition. And I think if we do that more, you know, when our kids are young, that will definitely help, you know, as they get older to trust that little intuitive nudge that we all have. So how can you tap back into yours? You know, it is starting with those little things. Like when you first get up in the morning, that's usually when we can hear it the best, because we haven't had the whole day to cloud our minds, you know, with media, with um, social media, just with life. You know, we are fresh. It's just, we just got out of bed. And so that's kind of the time where you can say, what do I need today? And honor it and start there and don't second guess yourself. So a lot of the times that comes into play, we second guess ourselves and we slowly start pushing that intuitive knowing down. So that's kind of what I wanted to share today. And I wanted to share this message because I think we are all just overwhelmed and overloaded with all of the shoulds, with all of the you know stuff out there in terms of the media is if you are tuning in all day long, I mean, I did this probably last week, the most I've done it, um, I guess, probably since we've been um, told to stay home. And I felt so drained by the end of the week. Like I, I had one day where I, my nerves were so fried and it wasn't that I was really even on it that much, but I would maybe check it every couple hours. And it was just me opening up the media sites that I just, it slowly just, it wore on me. Like my body was just like, okay, you've had enough. You can't take in this much stimulation or this much just trauma, because you don't know what to do with it. Like none of us necessarily, what are we going to do with it? We can't change the situation a lot of the times. And so we're, you know, like for me, I'm just like, well, how can I change X, Y, Z when I don't have the, I don't have, I can't, I can't change any of that. Uh, You know? And I think that's where we have to get to is just being like, okay, when is it best for me to tune into other things and maybe that's social media for you. So maybe you're following a lot of people that you're like, "Oh gosh, I'm getting spewed opinions at." Like I know for me Facebook's not that issue, but I know for a lot of people it is. Um I actually deleted my old Facebook and so I have like maybe five or six friends and I I don't they don't post. Like the people I've actually friended don't really post on Facebook. I've done it just for business purposes so I can run Facebook groups. So and I usually so if you've tried to friend me on Facebook, I'm sorry. I do, I haven't accepted because I don't really do friends on Facebook for that main reason, because I find that is a place where people tend to get sucked down instead of uplifted. And for me on Instagram, I'm following people who I know um, uplift me and I'm not going to feel bombarded or weighed down with. So maybe you need to do that too, is when do you have those set hours? You know, I try to, um, I was trying to do it like three times a day, a little bit in the morning, a little bit over the noon hour, and then in the evening. And then I found if I keep myself busy, if I'm out in nature, if I'm doing my thing and just not not really tuned into my phone. A, life is a lot more enjoyable. But B, I'm not. I don't feel as sucked in. I don't feel as drained at the end of the day. Like as I'm recording this, I have really not been on my phone much because I've been outside of playing with my son. And um, you know, we're winding down to the end of a Sunday, Sunday evening, and I feel really good. I feel really nurtured. I have energy, you know, and that's where we can really tap into ourselves. So I still have some left to give, which is wonderful. So that's kind of what I I want to throw out to you is just really, how can you tap back into your intuition? What do you know to be true? And I will tell you this. um, My best friend is married to uh, a a sports medicine doctor, and I was having a great conversation with her last week. And I kind of just asked her, okay, what is, you know, what is your husband seeing on, on his end? Because he is not called in. His hours were actually cut. So he's only, you know, working potentially three days a month. Um, and he is backup duty. So if it gets bad enough here in Minnesota, he will get called in. So he is still on the chain of information though, because he needs to know what's going on. And she said, it changes so fast for the doctors. These are for the doctors on what to do, what is this, um, you know, what is the coronavirus doing? How can we best treat it? And it's changes. She said it changes hourly almost. You know, he goes to bed thinking one thing, wakes up the next morning, and they have new information about it. So basically nobody really knows. And if we try to keep plugging in and trying to guess or trying to say, oh, this is what it is, we don't know. You know, nobody really has their thumb necessarily on that, you know, blueprint or they don't, they don't know. They don't know. And that's, I feel is somewhat, you know, obviously it can be scary if you go there or you're like, you know what? Nobody knows. Why am I trying to control it? How can I release some of that gripping that I may be doing in areas of my life that really I can't control, you know? And the same thing with, you know, with your kiddos, my son, you know, he's, he hasn't been to school. Um, he hasn't been in preschool. And so we've been kind of always struggling the homeschooling and, um, being entrepreneurs, both me and my husband. And for us, um, you know, I guess, I don't want to say it comes easier, I guess, for him being at home. Um, but it does in a sense that like, he never went to school so I have that perspective where I can, you know, I've had to juggle it. I've had to juggle running a business, um, you know, and educating my son. And so with that, it comes grace because you know what, especially if you're listening mamas and you're like, Oh gosh, I feel so bad. They're on the phone or on their iPad. Again, my son has, my son has been doing that, you know, for a couple of years, potentially, you know, some days are better than others because That's the, that's the capacity I have to give. If I'm drained, you know, I, I can't necessarily teach and spew into him because it ends up in arguments. Um, you know, mostly both of us (laughs) end up crying at some point in that, in that day, or, you know, I'm like, okay, you know what, here, there's a great ABC mouse app. I'm going to let you stick to that. You know, I'm going to set a timer, 45 minutes, let's go. So I know he's entertained and, and learning, and I can get Whatever I need to get done, work-wise, in 45 minutes, and then we can reconvene after that. And there, there might be more days like that than you would like, and that's that's okay. Like that's just where that's where we're at. We can't do it all. It's so it's so hard. Um, And if you put that much pressure on yourself, like you will fail because you'll never meet the expectations that you've put on yourself. You know, take that from my from myself. You know, I've I've had to let go of perfection you know, years, years ago, only because I have a background of, um, you know, self self mutilation and, um, you know, binging and purging. I, I've had that in my background and that's all in the pursuit of perfection. And so for me, I have to release that as a parent because I don't want to a get stuck in those old habit loops that I know I can easily slide back into if I let myself. And so we all have those habit loops. So whatever that is for you, Honor that. Maybe you know what that cycle is, and just do what you can to make sure that you're not falling back into those habits. And I know it's hard right now. I get it. Like we mentally are dealing with something that most of us, well, probably most of us. I do train some seniors who have been through a lot of stuff. You know, my grandpa even. You know, he was in World War II. Like he flew the fighter pilots. You know, he's lived through some stuff. Some the Great Depression, all of it. Um, I don't. He has never lived through a pandemic though. So that's kind of where it's just interesting interesting perspective, you know, depending on where you're at. And if you talk to them, and which I do, I train some seniors, it kind of puts you at ease because they're not as necessarily worried. And they're the group that maybe could potentially be really worried. And they they just have an ease about this, just in knowing that, hey, this is life. Like we will get through this. We will come together. We will make it through. So this is longer than I want it to be. I wanted to circle back and make sure that we are connecting to our intuition. If you need to have less podcast time, if you need to have less social media time, TV time, whatever that might look like for you, honor that. Maybe you're having more wine than usual. My only advice with this, only because I found myself in that situation, um, I have to ask myself, is this me trying to escape something? Am I trying to release feelings? Am I trying to de-stress? Am I just so taxed that I just need a drink to unwind? And if that's the case, how can I do something else? Or is this coming from a place where, okay, you know what? Today I feel really good, you know, and either you want, you want a drink just because you're like, oh, I just, I just want one to sit with my husband. And you know, now that it's nice out in Minnesota, we sit back out on our patio and just have a, have a drink together. If that's the case, then yes but just always ask yourself where maybe those are coming from so you don't get stuck into some habits there. And again, I'm speaking from experience because I know my habit loops and I know that where that could fall, you know, based on my previous issues with self-mutilation and binging and purging. So for me, I'm very aware of patterns um, and where I can get sucked into. So just really maybe honoring where that could be at for you. All right, so again, trust your intuition, Listen, listen, listen. Um, I posted a really great um little piece on Instagram at Seasonal Living Mamas all about a self-guide check-in and just ways that you can check in with yourself. And for me, if you're just getting started, what I did when I was just getting started with this, I scheduled it. I didn't necessarily have my intuition leading me. I scheduled stuff first that I thought sounded good. And then now, because I've had those um, you know, I've had those reps under my belt, I've practiced for now many years, but those first maybe year or so, I really kept scheduling until I felt comfortable honoring myself and knowing I was going to sit, I was going to meditate, or I was going to journal. I was going to do something in the morning to connect with myself, depending on what felt like it was greatest, the greatest need in my life at that moment. Okay. Thank you all so much and go out there and spread your peaceful power.